the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Rob Black and your money and your money. Now, now, now. Here's, here's Rob Black. Hello. Welcome in to Rob Black and your money, the podcast, talking all things financial. Money, money, money. Uh, today I'm going to talk a little, again, big theme. There's not enough on Wall Street to really uh, excite me into telling you all about it today. If you wanted me to give you a, a brief encapsulation, China raised interest rates. Wall Street took it in stride. We're in a situation where there's no economic earnings today, no earnings today. Um, so no economic reports or earnings reports. So it's a slow day on Wall Street. It gives me a chance to kind of stretch my feet elsewhere. Now, if you were to say there was any, if you were to say there's any question marks out there, um, Obama calling for a $53 billion high-speed rail. IRS reduces penalties if tax cheats come clean. Um, government said no electronic flaws in Toyotas. And that's companies expected to raise production this year, i.e. could be a potential buy for an investor. Dow's up 60 for the day. NASDAQ up 7. S&P 500 up 3. All positive numbers. So I want to talk about something a little bit more big picture. And again, I think for those of you who listen this week, you're going to get some really good insights. There's been a lot of discussions about cloud computing and cloud computing services. I live just off 101 in Silicon Valley. And you can't ride up and down the road without seeing a sign. We've got cloud product coming. Look up in the cloud and see us. And mostly it's it's businesses tied towards technology. Salesforce.com is the, probably the most classic example. Discussions of the cloud computing revolution generally focus on remote data and applications along with outsourced services. Uh, cloud computing is a little bit broader. It's a little more far-reaching. The advent of mobile input-output data processing devices, uh, which basically you'd probably figure one out could be a smartphone. It's eventually completely going to alter the currently dominant laptop-focused use of information. One of the first steps towards this transformation is the ability of smartphones to process final transactions. And that's already starting to begin so again, I think the phrase there that really wants I want you to figure out is that smartphones are eventually going to completely alter the dominant laptop-focused use of information. So one area of focus on cloud computing, and clearly one of the most coolest, awesomest, business-wise changiest, it's going to have you know characteristics that look something along these lines. Input-output devices that are wirelessly connected to remote servers and systems. Connection is not dedicated to a single server. It could be a one-to-many, a one-to-a-hundred, even in a single session. Good example of that is your smartphone getting on eBay, winning a bid, 
using an application to call the client that you just bought it from and using PayPal to pay for the transaction. Integration of data from ultimately different systems into a single application is going to create a lot of new information. You thought we lived in the information age in the late 90s? You wait. Independence of input-output devices from data and server architectures is big. That's what you're looking for. Much of the hype around cloud computing is really focused on the remote or outsourced aspect of that transformation. Salesforce.com is the classic example of the outsourced aspect. Don't know much about Salesforce.com? Go to Hoover's.com, Hoover's.com, and punch in the name Salesforce.com and start taking a look at it. I think this aspect of cloud computing is the least revolutionary aspect of it. It's phase one of probably three or four phases. It's inning two of a nine-inning game. Remote application, data storage, software as a service. They have what we've seen in the past 10 years, and it's kind of evolutionary of software versus revolutionary of cloud computing. So I want to see it bigger. I want to see applications and how we access those applications, uh, how we process information change dramatically. One of the major transformational aspects of the cloud is going to be transactions tied towards finances onto the cloud. Currently, financial transactions are predominantly done using credit cards, right? Credit card processing system is widespread. It's well used. It's not a public network, nor is it a system, a wireless system. It's a point-of-sale processing device. Those devices have been installed at the retailer. And that point-of-sale device is required in order to access the credit card validation and processing system of Visa, MasterCard, and other uh, people who run onto the network. The ability to process a financial transaction moves from the cloud system of credit cards to the open system of 3G and the internet. The manner in which we use cloud computing and input-output devices in that case will completely alter how information about financial transactions occur. And it's already starting to happen. There's several examples of financial transactions that are in smartphones that are already being introduced that really never existed before. And this is not small business. This is huge business. This may be something that you're looking at right now and saying, that's cute. It's bigger than that. One example is a company called Square. It's a small credit card reading device that attaches to the USB port of a smartphone. iPhones, iPads, and Android devices are supported. The implementation allows anyone to accept credit cards as payment. No merchant account is set up is required, no monthly fees, and no minimum monthly levels are required. That means anyone can accept payment for goods or services from someone using a credit card. Garage sales, where you once had to have cash only, can be held with buyers paying using a credit card. On top of that, street vendors who only took cash for flowers now could use credit cards. On top of that, Businesses that don't like the American Express or don't like the paying for the Visa and the American Express transactions can now set up a PayPal account through this, which is cheaper than a Visa, MasterCard, or American Express transaction. 
Anyone can accept payments for goods or services for someone using a credit card. Anyone. So you don't have to be a member. You don't have to be approved. Nothing like that. So the transaction data is transferred over the 3G or 4G wireless networks. It's not the closed credit card transaction network. The potential impact on the financial transaction processors behind the credit card networks it remains to be seen. And that's one of the reasons people are still questioning Visa and MasterCard. Are they 21st century companies or not? Now, in just the same way that anyone can have a PayPal account, anyone can have a Square account. There's a website called squareup.com if you want to learn a little bit more. On the payment side, Bank of America is entering a trial period for mobile pay. That device attaches to your smartphone and interacts with RFD, RFID transaction readers, similar to the way a mobile speed pass works for gasoline purchases. It's pretty unclear at this moment on how the the technology is going to work in encoding transactions. The potential for supplanting the need for a credit card is inevitable. You know, for a user with the Bank of American mobile pay tab attached to their smartphone, it's a two-way data transfer. The merchant reader device accepts the financial account information from the buyer just the way a credit card would. But unlike credit cards, this is where it gets wildly fascinating is the financial transaction data is now accessible to the smartphone, allowing integration of this purchase data with other sources. So direct entry of the financial transaction into accounting software, you can instantly have your checking account balanced. A less obvious future application that mobile pay will pay make possible and ultimately allow it a big integration with other big data meaningful analysis is budgeting applications. It's instantly monitor your purchasing decisions and compare it to a prepared budget. So automatic transfer of data to an expense tracking application is another. How much do your kids get in you know allowance? How much are you over budgeting on a monthly basis? Are you saving enough? You know, financial transactions can be integrated with other applications fairly clearly, and it's a, the real potential and benefit here is going to come from the applications that no one's imagined. I'm coming up with easy ones. The types of applications and uses for PCs were hard to envision in the early days, but they arrived. I think cloud computing, you know, it will have the same number of explosive transformational power. PayPal created an entirely new world of financial transactions a good 10 years ago with purchases now being enabled by email accounts. Much of that explosive growth of eBay can be linked to the introduction of PayPal. It made purchases instant and secure. So transactions being able to be enabled on smartphones, it's it's ultimately likely to have an even broader impact on the existing world of credit card-based financial transactions due to the mobile nature of the processing payment. Independence from that closed credit card circuit, it's going to expand the ability of merchants to accept credit cards as payment vehicles. Certain types of services and goods may in fact become possible with the advent of cloud transformational transactions that don't exist today. So PayPal certainly enabled the growth of the internet-based transactions. I think smartphones could do something a little bit different away from the computer, if you know what I'm saying. I'll talk about this much, much more in future episodes. Got to be a little quick today. Got to go shoot some video work. Hey, check out my video work over at MeviomMoney.com, MeviomMoney.com. Take care. Have a good day. I'll be back tomorrow. And, uh, you know, if, if you prefer podcasts like this over daily What Happened on the Market podcast, let me know. If you prefer podcasts to be a little bit more analytical, um, I don't mind going that direction either. I will do for you what I can. And I, as always, I appreciate your support and efforts. Uh, don't forget, I got some seminars coming up in about two weeks. You can sign up at robblack.com, robblack.com. They're at the Tech Mart in Santa Clara. All the money raised goes to charity. 
So not in my big old pocket, if you know what I'm saying. Take care, have a good day, and I'll talk to you soon. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.